0: Welcome to the Lewis Sluggers Podcast with your host, Zach Wood. We cover everything about MLB. From the regular season to the postseason, and even the offseason, we got you covered. Welcome to episode 30 of the Lewis to Sluggers podcast. On this episode, we have Jason who runs bourbon and baseball on Instagram with over 2000 followers. Jason is an expert on the best tasting bourbons and the same goes for his baseball knowledge. We talk about backgrounds, being Yankee fans and pairing bourbons with current Yankee players. As always, thanks for listening and we hope you enjoy this episode. Jason, welcome to the show. Uh, I got to start my very first question. Um, what's your favorite drink? And then, who, who, what's your favorite team?
1: Uh, my favorite drink is uh, definitely bourbon. Uh, definitely bourbon. Um, <laughs> for you know uh, for the longest time now, yeah, I've had a, a hankering for for the great American spirit um four Roses is probably one of my favorites um evan williams is another one of my favorites uh regardless of whatever their offering is um favorite teams um definitely the yankees i've been a yankee fan since i was a kid you know babe ruth is uh synonymous with the game of baseball you think of baseball you think of babe ruth sure uh, and as a kid you know growing up and uh learning the history of the game he was without a doubt um you know the the most um impressive uh player upon me from from the old days um i would say as a kid growing up probably uh, definitely daryl strawberry daryl oh yeah all over my wall um as a teenage uh kid um and you know falling in love with the the mets at that time and you know dwight Gooden. but if, if i was following the mets i was following daryl strawberry
0: yeah no absolutely it's so funny so um i actually worked for the mets one summer i did a graphic design and uh animation internship with them and i worked in the uh in the uh, production office. And so scoreboard production was, was an awesome part of it. I remember during the interview process, they asked me, you know, who was one of your favorite Mets players and it's so easy to jump to like David Wright or Mike Piazza, you know? Uh, but I was hey. like, Oh no, strawberry all day,
1: man. The old sports illustrated poster that was, uh, you know, one of the, the key, uh, gets for me as I was a kid, you know, uh, in California, uh, we didn't get to see the Mets very often unless it was on the game of the week or something on Saturday. Um, And so I, I had to have the sports illustrated poster on my wall with all the other magazine covers and, uh, and uh, article covers and articles that I had of him. And uh, I remember getting that man, when I was a kid, I was probably, I don't know, 15, 16, getting that and just, couldn't wait to put it up on my on my wall he's just the sweetest swing <laughs> the sweetest left-handed swing man I, I actually i wrote him a letter um as a as a I want to say a sophomore uh, it was probably 85 i wrote him a letter and sent, sent you know how much i loved him how he was a southern california kid and he was my hero and this and that and my dad sent it off to I guess their PR guy, Jay Horowitz. Okay. He was with them for probably 500 years and uh <laughs> somehow my dad my dad managed to get in touch with him um and worked a, a way for us to to meet him. It was uh, I want to say Mother's Day weekend of 85 at Dodger Stadium and uh got a chance to go into the Mets Doug, Mets clubhouse after wow. the game and uh, met my hero i have I, there's a picture of it of us in somewhere in my garage i'll send i have to send it to you afterwards man but yeah that <laughs> that was one of the most memorable events in in my adolescence man
0: that's awesome yeah. it's so funny i uh you know i probably very well could have asked on days that that the teens were away you know hey could i just go see the clubhouse you know things like that i i, I never did the but I did get very close to the dugout. you know, I got to go on the field uh you know some days and and just kind of help out you know sometimes after after the games at city field they let fans you know run across the uh, the field and go across right. all the bases and so I would stand by the dugout and you know the dugouts are much bigger than people think, you know, like on the it, it it's it's kind of crazy. you think there's not that much space i I just remember the old days of Joe Tory, you know they they used to not have those barriers, you know so it was like. Right you saw everybody right there and I'm you know, safety wise, not the greatest, but I just love seeing people sitting there and, and watching. Um, and, and I, I miss those days. It'd be so funny. I, I always remember the Mike Mussina bit where, you know, he didn't want to come out of that game. And then it was just so funny to me. Joe Torre's just sat right back down. <laughs> <laughs> so you
1: go, oh, okay. Mike, you've earned this. Yeah. Yeah. You, you've earned your say in this, in this thing. I remember visiting, I want to say I went to City Field the inaugural year at city Watched the D-backs game in, in the middle of July. Uh, my son was going, was, we were coming back from Cooperstown as a matter of fact, and I oh, remember wow. visiting visiting city and the overhanging left field. Mm. And, um, David Wright hit a homer that game as a matter of fact, and, uh, just love everything about New, New York, man. And that, that's so after you, uh, this experience that you had with the Mets, wh- where did that branch off to um, after that? Because that's got to look pretty good on your resume.
0: Yeah, you know, interestingly enough, um, I-, I wanted to really get more into sports. Uh, you know, I applied for the Rangers. Uh, to, you know, I lived in Louisville, Texas, at probably about 30 minutes from the ballpark. And, uh, you know, I didn't get that one. Um you know, I, I I decided at the time, oh, I'll apply to just other sports in general. You know, having an internship's great. Um, you know, I applied to the Dallas Mavericks. They hit me up like seven months later for uh, asking for my portfolio, but yeah, that didn't turn into anything. But you know what? I kind of realized at the end of the day was, you know, I loved some of the jobs I had already had locally, and I had internships locally, and you know, I I'm actually with a company I interned with previously. And I love what I do. And I always, I just realized I could just do the baseball stuff myself. You know what I mean? Um, I think it's fun. I, I you know, um, I wish they were playing baseball. I wish spring training was around the corner so I could create some content. Uh, the news cycle is pretty slow nowadays. Uh, but I mean, I've, it's, it's uh, you know, I, I would love to be part of a bigger thing, but I, I will say, I know that I follow a lot of sports uh, content creators on Twitter and things like that. And you know, the hours um, are tough, you know, you're working weekends, you're working game nights. Uh, It's not, it's an easier life if you're single. I'll say it that, you know, uh, <laughs> w- with a wife and, and four pets, you know, it's one of those things I like to keep things just kind of at home.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know, you're laying right now and you know, you're settling into that. Right. So, right. I got you.
0: Yeah. And the thing is, is I love going to games. Um, you know i i i always make yankee games when they're out here in Arlington I, I always see one or two of them um but i will say they're they're the first if if the season goes as scheduled the yankees are their opening day here in Arlington so i probably Ooh. won't go to that cuz that's just a little out of my price range usually i can get tickets for like 30 a piece but i'm sure those are definitely trending upward
1: right considering you know the activity that they've been doing this off school oh, yeah before the lockout
0: oh absolutely yeah and that's another thing uh you know texas baseball hasn't looked too sharp recently but you know i'm i'm happy that and i i think they're gonna i think they're gonna sign kershaw actually believe it or not i, I just i, have agree a, I just believe have it. this big feeling they're gonna do that and uh I, you know kershaw fit, t- talented player if you, you know, he might do a two- to three-year deal with Texas and, and, you know, retire. Maybe just two years and call it quits. I'm not really sure, but I, I just feel like he's going to be a ranger. And, and that, that gets me to watch them. Um, last year was crazy. Uh, the two games my wife and I went to were two no-hitters. We actually witnessed what? the the yeah we, we witnessed the, uh, Joe Musgrove no-hitter. And then the next game he went to was the uh, Corey Kluber game, the no-hitter.
1: Oh, and, man.
0: Yeah. That's it. Was- insane 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 luck um you know my wife's kind of a a ranger fan been trying to convert her (laughs) to being a yankees (laughs) fan but she was kind of like after the first no hitter she's like okay cool you know, all right, that's that's a once in a lifetime thing to witness, right? <laughs> and, the, and then the second time she's like, okay, now it's just embarrassing, you know. <laughs> first, like...
1: first time's an accident, second time's a trend, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> so, but you know, it, that was incredible to see a Yankees no hitter, though. You know, to see right. the Padres one, excellent in, in itself, uh, you know, the craftsmanship and the defense and everything, uh, but to see a Yankees no hitter that hasn't happened since the 90s, you know, or something around there, I think 80s or 90s. uh, It was super fun to watch that.
1: I want to say it was, um, was it David Cohn, I think? Yeah, it was, it was Coney's. Yeah. Yeah, Coney's or, or Wells. So, you know, but I believe it was Coney's.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I believe, I agree. I totally think that, uh, Kirsch is going to end up in, in Texas. And, you know, if I'm, if I'm GM, I'm I'm throwing him a bone at two years, yeah. And uh, that's about that would be about you know his, I think his time limit would have been run up by by then. You know, again, you don't want to see great players like that just kind of fall off by the wayside and hang on. And you know, I think it would be appropriate for him to play two more years. He bring makes the the Rangers competitive. Mm-hmm. He he you know besides the the moves that they've made already, but you know, that it makes people want to come and see them and yeah, you know, I mean, who knows yeah. what they can do. And, and if they can contend through the year, they're going to be spoilers, man.
0: Oh, I mean, and that's the thing that you, you know, you just made your inside infield. Great. Uh, shortstop, second base, you locked them up for, you know, seven years, I think was, the, uh, Simeon's deal. And Simeon. yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things where they're solid in the infield I feel like. You you could get Whoa. any any first baseman can come cheap. You could train them to be very productive, someone like Luke Voit, you know. Super team friendly deal I feel like uh and can get better, you know. Hopefully he stays uh, healthy, but you know, the, the when I when I was in high school the Rangers were a threat, uh, you know. They they got you Darvish, and he was amazing. And then they went two years back to back into the World Series, and it was fun out here. That was fun baseball to watch, and and that's what I think Ranger fans need. They got that. New, we, we got the new stadium. Um, There's some things I like about it. I like not being sunburnt after a game. <laughs> but uh, you know, I think it's missing some uh, personality that the old one had. Uh, uh-huh. It's a little bit. Uh, you know it's nice to. it's like 75 degrees in there it's it's great you know that's the best ball, part ball game Arizona, it, yeah yeah it's like but the old one you know it's like uh so i guess what i mean is like in the old one and now it's a rugby field uh so really yeah yeah i got a friend that works for that team uh yeah so it's that's interesting yeah it's and it's and called choctaw stadium now or something like that
1: was it maybe just a little bit more fan fam- fan friendly? A little yeah, bit more I think that's exactly aesthetic?
0: it. Right? Yeah. So, um, this one seems a little bit. It's like two. It's it's like mixed between corporate and like ah. su- like luxury suite rooms almost. You know. Oh, I, I mean, this the game is there for the fans still. You know, and I can get cheap t- tickets. You know. But I, I guess what right. I'm trying to say, yeah, it's like at the old stadium center field, you know, they had that huge uh, patch of grass, and home runs would be hit there. Fans would run in to go get the ball, and then behind all that was concessions. But then in the past, man, I still have a wiffle bat, a wiffle uh, baseball bat, kind of, and you know, they had like a miniature stadium. Kids would play. You know, they stopped kind of doing that, and then it's just like, I just it's a little lifeless to me. Like it's too uh entertainment driven that's like you know what i mean
1: yeah i get it and and unfortunately everything is uh you know headed in the corporate direction it's a little stale that's tragic tragic because right so like uh like you mentioned there's a there was a little stadium behind the or a little you know kids playing field behind the center field fence and all that And that's what is the great appeal about petco Mm -hmm. you know, is, is, is the Tony Gwynn Memorial, um, the, the grassy uh, the grassy uh, area. You could sit out there. They have, they have uh, a kid's playing uh, yard as well, where they play, you know, wiffle ball and they play they play uh, games before the game starts. And it's just a little fan friendly zone that just makes it so much more appealing that, yeah. You, by the time you realize, you're like, oh, we, we better get to our seats because the game's already started. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And,
0: and so- I will say, if you, if you ever come down, you know, let me know. I definitely would like to grab a beer with you and, uh, or some bourbon, in fact. Come on. Uh, you know, th- they have made like a nice, fun little strip and concert area, you know, uh, with like Texas Live being literally right next door to the stadium, you know. So there's some really fun places you could just hang out before the game. Yeah. Um, but I, I will say, I just, it's just, it's just missing just a little bit. You know what I mean? Just yeah, find right. a way to bring back some of those elements, and I, I'm not going to say anything else about it because. Uh, I will say it's it's definitely a lot a lot larger. I don't feel it's it's not. It doesn't feel crowded, even though I know there's forty thousand fans there. You know, uh, right. it, they definitely made it feel like you could walk in and out and, and not get clustered. So, it, I mean, I've enjoyed both experiences I've been at. So, I, I'm 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 looking forward to seeing more games. You know, I'll I'll tell you, you know. I have family members, you know, that grew up with skin cancer, things like that. You know, they would have to leave games. You know what I mean? They can't be there yeah, all day. So this yeah, is so exposure, much better with having yeah. the, the roof on top.
1: Yeah, the exposure is a considerable health risk in Texas yeah. in the summer. I mean, for crying yeah, it's a, out loud. It's, yeah. it's
0: 100 degrees for a couple months in a row. It's, yeah, it's insane. And that's, so. you
1: know, that's the big reason why we don't have a big league team here. You know, it's 118 here in the summer. and Right. It, it, as my kids were growing up, it was playing, uh, you know, pony baseball and stuff. It was really weird because All-Star uh, tournaments would be held here in, in our valley. And it was just completely cooking in mm-hmm. the valley. And, you know, parents from, uh, you know, let like Oxnard or somewhere else in the Central Valley in California, they would just be dr- dying. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's, there's just too much of a health risk for kids out there Oh, even yeah. for the pros, even for the pros, but yeah, I can totally exactly.
0: Yeah, the pros are out there very frequently. Um, that takes yeah. That
1: takes some yeah. That, that's just, that's crazy, you know. But the the interesting thing is, uh, you know, as we're talking about the Rangers and and the moves that they've been making, and and as I kind of think back, and interestingly enough, you know, the Rangers have never been afraid to pull the trigger on. I guess big name players. I mean if you go back to Fer- Fergie Jenkins, you can go back and you know besides a mm-hmm.
0: they
1: they um have Then they pulled the they pulled the trigger on Prince Fielder too, right? Right, right. Um and they've I'm trying to think who I had a list the other day. I was like, oh the man, they've, oh, they, they've they, always they, kind of yeah, been it, in Beltré.
0: They got Beltré. Beltré was a Red Sox. Oh,
1: Beltré, yeah. Beltray yep. is another example as well. Nelson Cruz, right? Yeah, yeah. And they they've always dabbled in the the big name pieces, but the puzzle looks like it's coming more together this year than than oh yeah at any time in the past. I you know they had Rodriguez, they had all these other players in there, but they didn't build around that. And now this year, it seems like that's what they're. I going hope on. you know. I certainly
0: hope they do that. And I will say, and maybe it's. It was just. I think it was just honestly bad luck. Uh, it was only three years ago. I felt that they had a very strong rotation: uh, Lance Lynn, Mike Miner, Corey Kluber. Uh, I thought it maybe it wasn't even three years ago. Maybe that was twenty twenty. I can't even remember. I mean, it might one have of, been twenty twenty
1: because Kluber yeah. was
0: there for one year. Yeah, one year. I think it was his first game or something. You know, he yeah, was injured. So uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's nine innings i guess it was 2020. It's, it's time has it's been definitely felt like three years the past two right. years so it's but, uh it,
1: yeah Lance lynn is one of those uh guys that's always under the radar he just pumps strikes yeah and you know puts the ball in play your defense isn't on their heels and they don't fall asleep on you and you know again He's he's really kind of come into his own, I think, and found a, a really comfortable spot there in uh, Chicago, right? Yeah, Chicago.
0: Yeah, I I felt though that they should have locked him up. I felt like the Rangers yeah. should have just locked him up. I, I that would have been just a super strong piece. Uh, but you know, it didn't work out. Uh, yeah. And I'm sure he's enjoying White Sox too. They have a fantastic, fantastic team. Um, you know, manager to me is questionable, but you know, we'll see what happens next year. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think if they would have kept kept him on, and then adding Kershaw potentially, yeah, exactly. He would that the depth of that rotation that yep they couldn't see then would really have been a, you know a top competing. I've AL heard
0: rotation. I've heard rumors they're not even done yet, and they're just waiting for the CBA to get finished, and then they can make more moves. And especially if the luxury tax gets increased, then I've heard they're definitely not afraid to make more moves. It's interesting.
1: Yeah, if the tax gets increased, they're going to just empty their pockets, man.
0: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You know? I got a question for you, though, actually. How long have you been uh, running your bourbon and baseball account? Because I love your pictures on there. Because I, I feel like if I were to go to a, a store, at a bookstore or something, and I, you know, I'm reading baseball history, I feel like your images and you know, just the colors of all your images, to me, just to, they invoke baseball to
1: me. Well, I appreciate that. You know, it, it's just, it's been, I want to say about six years now. Wow. I um, an Instagram account, and I started it, um, you know, because of my love for both. And they go, you know, really hand in hand. And um, ever since, you know, uh, probably day one, I've really just kind of con- tried to connect the nostalgia, Um the feel of being at a game or what uh what it's like um at a game to the community and the greatest part of it is is when i get a message from somebody saying like uh man that uh, my dad loved the twins for example you know or i'll put a song post, and uh when i put a song that's related to the post somebody will send a ba- message back. Oh man, that was my my mom and dad's favorite uh song. Mm-hmm. You know, that they played together of uh, uh disco demolition night, man. Whenever I post that, somebody always uh posts a memory about that or you know, my uncle and my dad were at that game and they came home and they told this story and you know, I just I hope that sometimes it just puts a smile on people's face. It takes them back to a specific moment that they can relate to or remember about being at a game and, and uh you know, also just enjoying the, you know, the great American spirit, man.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I, I wish I didn't, you know, my wife and I just got a new house, got married last year. We've had a very busy life past six months and, uh, you know, I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. She's uh love my life for sure. Um, it, it's, it's been a, uh, fast, uh, paced life for us, but. I'll tell you if the Yankees are on, I'm I'm watching. <laughs> she huh. knows that with me. We're, I'm watching when we're out. I'm I'm watching on my phone. Great. <laughs> if There's any downside whatsoever. I'm pulling up the MLB app and I'm watching the game.
1: And it's there. Thank goodness we have T-Mobile and we get it. Uh, yeah, year. yeah. She T-Mobile. has
0: T-Mobile, I think, and I'm <laughs> I'm trying to tell her about that so I don't have to pay for it anymore.
1: Yes, and uh, you know uh, I'm very fortunate. Um, my wife is a huge supporter of what i do you know she's the one that encouraged us to start the podcast with my son to kind of express our knowledge for both Mm -hmm. and um it's been a fun ride over the last 18 weeks with the podcast coming along we're we're really working on getting it uh you know out in the in the podcast community um legitimately i know i'm enjoying the instagram live right now Mm -hmm. um but my wife you know uh She's a baseball wife, you know? I mean, I was a coach for over 15 years, and wow. you know, she, the, there's nothing better than uh, us sitting and watching a game, and she sits, she'll she look at me and she goes, man, they're not making the pitcher work here, you know, or, right. you know, something like that. And, uh, you know, so she's a, a baseball, complete baseball wife, and we're watching um, Yankee games every single night. Jeter's her, yeah. her, the you know, her man. <laughs> um, yeah mariano Rivera was her man we would travel to anaheim one, you know at least once a year to watch uh watch the yankees when they would come into town and oh there's uh, their
0: their second stadium right
1: yeah they, they travel so <laughs> well man. they never can beat the angels they they can never beat the angels but you know my, my yeah i've been my to anaheim it's a
0: i like their stadium actually it's i know a lot of people think stadium. it you know it's a little old but i think it's it's got
1: its own personality it's a fantastic stadium. And yeah. uh, most, I think all three of my boys' first games were, you know, Halos and, and Yankee games. And, um, you know, it's, its they're just, I, I'm, they made me so mad last year, though, to be perfectly honest, Zach. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Uh, the, don't even get me started. started. Yeah, that's what right, I so say. Jake's yeah. <laughs> on don't that. Yeah.
0: Right There's, uh, I can't, <laughs> the amount of times I felt like we had it in the bag in the eighth inning. <sighs> And then somehow we lose by seven runs or something. Oh, and I'm like, what? I was
1: GM for a day. Oh, I know. I know. The moves I, I would make.
0: I, uh, I'm i shocked. I mean, it's like I'm shocked that I'm not that we ended up where we were, right? Um, Tampa's been extremely tough. It, that's just the hardest division there is. And the Blue Jays were on our heels all season. It was a right? tough season. Uh, I love the Blue Jays now. They're, they're so fun to watch. Um, so Boston's Boston. You know, you can never, you can never count them out. I remember projections yeah. saying they were going to be like the worst team, and then they freaking go to the ALCS, you know, and that was just right. Uh, just an immediate head scratcher. I just want the Yankee. Like, here's the thing. I'd be happy if the Yankees even lost the World Series in the past five years. It's the fact they would have got there. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. But it's the fact they haven't won since I was in 10th grade or 11th grade, and I'm almost 30 now. So, I mean, it's wow. it's it's been too long. It's been too long. Uh, well, you know, it's been over 10 they,
1: years. When they lost Didi, to yeah. me, that was the beginning of the end um, of their dysfunction right now. Um, Mm -hmm. I wished and in my heart of hearts, I thought that he was uh, the solid uh, anchor up the middle. Mm -hmm. And if they would have locked him up, he would have he would have he would have stayed consistent, um, you know, and and once he they kind of just let him go by the wayside, Mm -hmm. I I thought that they did him a disservice. In, in that regard, I think by not at least trying a little harder to make it happen and make it work uh, with him, because um, I think that that's it. Ever again, ever since that, he's just the the team itself has just been a, atrocious. I
0: I knew a long time ago that uh, while I think he's a great player, I never at once thought Glaber should have ever moved away from second base. I I Oof. always felt he was best at second. Why are you switching up everything on his end defensively when he just gave you some of the most like o- offensive production? Keep him where he's at. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you like uh, my new best friend. Yeah. Yeah, and and uh you know, having a uh, DJ have two incredible years on a two-year contract. I mean, that was just a gem, right? Absolute diamond there. So that changed things. Um but I just, that was more of, I think, moving, you know, and then uh, Geo being incredible at the corner. Uh, Who would have ever thought uh, Exactly, that you would have I, and would have I, he there's so many people that continue to talk about getting rid of Geo, and I think, I don't think you should trade Geo. I think, I, I hate to say it, I love Luke Voigt. I, I understand the value there. Over I would, I would if you were talking Glaber, DJ, uh, Geo, and Voigt, you obviously trade Voigt. You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah. But yeah. I don't want to, though. That's the thing. I, I think he's so cheap. Uh, I just – he needs to be healthy for this year or else he's he's gone by – and even if he's healthy, he could be gone by the trade deadline. But, you know, I think he's super affordable. And I was – you know, but then you have DJ who's better defensively, right? And then you just – and then you had Anthony Rizzo come in. And uh, I thought Rizzo made some fantastic scoops. Um, and I, I kind of love that. I'm not going to lie because he was a lefty bat as well. Uh, yeah. You know, I wish he didn't get COVID at that one point because he was on a tear. And you know, that first season with the Marlins, he looked good in a Yankees uniform. And adding Joey Gallo, you know, him being a huge Ranger guy, I I was on the fence about it because he, to me, felt like another you know, three true outcome player. And uh, there were many nights where I was watching a game and my wife would hear me complain, and I'd be like, "Oh, Joey Gallo's up, instant strikeout." You know what I mean? That kind of thing.
1: Yeah, he's he, the dregs. It's of, a, it's of, a strikeout,
0: yeah. a walk, or a homer with him, yeah, right?
1: He's the worst man. So, I think if, I, uh, know, the
0: I, I get, that, awesome. I get. I mean, he knows how to work a walk, you know. I, I get yeah. that. Uh, but I mean, that game, I remember he hit two home runs or something to win it for us, and I was like, okay, I'll shut up. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right, yeah. <laughs> You man, yeah. You're a man. Oh,
1: He just, he just irks me something fierce, yeah, man. He's all of his pre-pitch. Uh, if he would just get in the box and hit, <laughs> just get in the box, put your feet down.
0: Oh man, and- I've watched him play so long too. He used to be out- at their basement actually.
1: Oh, that's even more scary. Yeah, I he's know. He's so- I mean he can play outfield, you know. Great arm, great arm. Yeah, yeah, but oh my goodness, just yeah, when he comes know. to the plate, I would, oh, I know, I'd rather want paint dry. <laughs> I
0: know, I know. I, I, could, it's, I could tell if he's going to strike out. It's like. So most times, I know maybe that's contradictory what I just said a minute ago, but it's it's one, it's one of those things though. It's like if you if it's wherever the that the first pitch is located, then I know the outcome. You know, it's like okay, it's way outside. He swings at it. He's he's striking out. Like I could just tell because he does. He's not covering that side of the plate as efficient. You know, as he as he could.
1: Well, I completely agree with you regarding Glaber. Since we're going down this pathway of of, of complaining about the Yankees, I, Glaber was a complete guess hitter last year. I think he was out, completely out of the loop. But putting it, he, he had, didn't know where he was. And I think, yeah, leaving him at at, at second would have been the, the best thing for him, man. Yeah. Now he doesn't know what he's doing. And,
0: I know. They keep changing they, everything he's, he's doing. It's not good. Just keep the player where they're at.
1: Yeah, and yeah, Voight's a great uh, bargain get for sure. You know, he puts the ball in play, which is uh for me g- keep keep him and get rid of Gallo. You know, cuz Gallo doesn't put the ball in play unless it's over the It's
0: fence. it's a, it's it's a year and a half thing after they got him anyway. So I'm interested yeah. to see what happens. Hey, I don't want to take too much time away from you, Jason. I'm not wrapping up just yet, but if you got to go, let me know.
1: Um, I got a few more minutes. Okay,
0: you got That's 10 minutes. Person. Yeah, no problem. All right, here's what I want to do. This is you're you're probably more of an expertise in bourbon than me. I'm gonna give you five players, and I want you to match a a bourbon with a player. Can okay, you, is that you think you could do that? For sure. All right, Aaron Judge. What? Who is? Who, what? What bourbon is he?
1: Oh man, Aaron Judge. Um, I think he would probably. Uh, go for something a little bit spicy, a little bit crafty, man. I, I think that he would go something a little bit, um, unusual. And, um, I could see him, uh, with something nice and spicy and probably like a Booker's. I could okay. see him drinking Booker's, uh, one of the higher Jim, you know, higher the Jim Beam family of, uh, products, but I could see him with a, with a bottle of Booker's all right Garrett Cole Garrett Cole would probably be a Mictors guy I could see Garrett Cole with a with a nice bottle of Mictors, uh barrel strength rye I'm writing all this down
0: <laughs> all right Chad Green
1: Chad Green the reliever yeah the mid the middle guy yeah um. I'm not giving you easy names, am no, I? No. Well, I'm, I'm, Chad Green would probably be an Eagle Rare guy. Yeah, I could see him with a nice, easy bottle of Eagle Rare after he goes in and you know gets his six outs, okay. gets his six outs, and uh, goes and sits back and enjoys a nice little Eagle Rare. Sweet.
0: All right, Stanton.
1: Oh, Stanton, man, we're talking the the big the big heavy hitter uh the big heavy hitter for stanton would probably be uh i want to say uh colonel taylor for sure yeah e.h taylor i could see uh i could see stanton with some of that uh probably uh uh, bottled in bond nice little hundred proofer for sure nice
0: okay um last one dj lemahia the robot The
1: machine, DJ Lemayhew, you know, being a motor oil,
0: motor oil, that's what he needs.
1: (laughs) Being an LSU guy, um, I would have to say Sazerac for him, you know, because that's a a Louisville uh, whiskey and a good, good bottle of Saz in in uh, in in, uh, New Orleans, rather. Um, I think that uh, yeah, DJ would definitely do a bottle of Saz. Awesome.
0: Well, Jason, thanks for answering that. That's it. That's all I got for you. Definitely would on. love to record again or even be on your uh, Instagram live sometime.
1: Definitely, Zach. We could definitely make that work. It's been a pleasure. Um, it's been uh, an honor. I appreciate you uh, reaching out for me and and uh, look forward to doing it again, man, for sure. Yeah, so we'll I, I, I got Yeah,
0: I got to thank David for for hooking us up and, and having us meet meet each other.
1: Super cool, man. Um, looking forward to talking to you um, just about every day now, right? It's yes. Cool. Yeah, absolutely. Any, the, the anytime. Let, let's go Yanks. Yeah.
0: Let's get the CBA in. That's what let's, I'm talking about. Let's get let's a short stop. My goodness.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Zach. I appreciate the time, man. It's For sure.
0: Fun. Yeah, have a good evening, Jason.
1: All right. You too, brother.
0: Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Louisville Sluggers podcast. As always, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Lewisville Sluggers and on Twitter at L-Town Sluggers. Thanks again.